Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. It's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Prayer 2021 for January 12th, 2021. Every single morning, we are coming to you, sponsored by podcastersforchrist.com. Every single morning in 2021, we are coming to you live with a brief teaching on all aspects of prayer. That's the whole purpose behind what we're doing, is to get you into a, a deeper relationship through prayer. That's God's communication method. And we just want you to, to get a better understanding all this year because 2021 is the year of prayer. And if there was ever a time this country and this world and we ourselves individually needed to be closer to God, it's this year. Amen. You can just see that stuff happening all around us. But join us every single morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, right here, wherever you're watching us at or listening to us at right now. But if uh, that's difficult for you because the time zone switching and all that good stuff, I know how that goes. Well, you can always come over to Facebook Live and YouTube Live or go to the podcast and catch up on your own, okay? Uh, the whole point is you need to be in prayer, and I'm inviting you to join us every single day just for that. And it's only about 10, 15 minutes tops uh, each day, but every day we're going to cover a different aspect of prayer. Now, the scripture for today, January 12th, is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 7. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling on like the pagans do, for they think that they'll be heard because of their many words. Amen. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer, and we'll get started today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift this day up to you in prayer. We thank you, Father, for your hand of blessing that's upon us for delivering this word. We thank you, Lord, for your hand of blessing that's upon us for studying your word. And we thank you, Father, for your hand of blessing that's on us as we understand your word. And we just give you praise for all that you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. What our topic for today is don't waste God's time. <laughs> Amen. You know, when, when you read this verse uh, from Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, you know, when you, keep, when you pray, don't keep on babbling like the pagans do, for they think they're going to be heard because basically they talk a long time. Well, you know, when you read that verse and some others that Jesus has taught on, it sounds like he's telling us to keep your prayer brief and to the point. And that may sound harsh to some quote-unquote religious folks out there who want to follow, you know, uh, Solomon or, or even Paul, you know, Solomon's prayer or, or Paul's advice in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse seventeen, where he tells us, which is our theme scripture for this year. Uh, you'll hear that at the end of every broadcast to pray without ceasing. One version says, "Just keep on praying." Right? I mean, if you take that one literally, you'd be talking to God every single waking second. Pray without ceasing from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. And that would be a lot of words, <laughs> okay? Honestly, uh, you'd be doing a lot of repeating of all of those words as well because there's no way you could talk 24 hours a day without saying the same thing over again at some point in time. So which is it? Keep it brief or keep it long? Well, I know some people that make it a point to pray two to three hours every single day, usually first things in the morning. And they just don't feel right about going about their day if they have not spent that much time in prayer. I also know some people that say about a two-minute prayer and think, you know, hey, they're, we're good to go. So which one is it? Which one's in good standing with God? Which one is not? Well, the answer is both. What? Both? 
Brother Bob, what? In good standing or not? Yeah, that's correct. Both of them are in good standing. It sounds like I'm in the Abbott and Costello, you know, who's on first comedy routine, doesn't it? But you have to understand, if one person wants to spend a couple of hours in prayer at one time in the presence of God, if that's what the Lord has put on his or her heart to do, then that answers the question. That person needs to be there. However, if they're doing that just to check the box in an attempt to maybe, you know, uh, prove to God how, how dedicated they are to him, you know, and spending that much time in prayer, or they're, you know, coming to God in prayer trying to berate him into to answering this prayer that I have this need and I'm going to stay right here until it's, well, then they're wasting their time. Jesus taught the parable about the unrighteous judge in Luke chapter 18, verses 5 through 7. This widow woman keeps bothering this judge to help her until finally in verse 5, the judge says, Yet, because this widow woman keeps pestering me, I'll just go ahead and give her what she wants. And then she'll stop wearing me out with her perpetual requests. And the Lord said, Listen to the words of the unrighteous judge. Will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he continue to defer their help? Well, that sounds pretty much like Jesus telling his disciples to be like the widow woman and just keep on bothering God, pestering God, staying in front of his face until you finally wear him out to the point where he just caves in and gives you your prayer request. Well, that's the way it sounds. But when you match up that uh, with our script, that verse right there and what Jesus just taught with our scripture in Matthew chapter 6 verse 7 where Jesus, you know, doesn't, he said, don't keep pestering God with all of your meaningless words. We have two opposite sides of the equation here. So what should we do? Well, I'm so glad you asked me that question this morning. You see, Jesus is saying that if you have a need, keep it before the Lord in prayer. Every time the devil brings up the situation that you're facing, financial, health, family members, or whatever, every time the devil brings it to your remembrance, you just turn around and make him remember. Just give the Lord praise for the answer to your prayer request. You don't go to your prayer closet 29 times a day and spend 30 minutes crying out to the Lord every single time. If you have a financial need that is so urgent, you actually need a miracle, you take it to the Lord. Now, if he tells you to sow a seed and help someone else with their financial problem, do it. Because that's what's going to open the door to your miracle. You helping the need of someone else. I mean, if all you have left is $20 and you need $200 or $2,000 to meet your need, that $20 is not going to do you any good at all. So, if you're driving to work and you see that homeless person on the corner, is that $20 going to help you? No, because you need $2,000. But it will help that homeless person, right? It'll help that homeless person immensely. So sow it. That would be a huge blessing to that homeless person. That will now open the door for the Lord to have someone else so huge into your life. And that's just one example. And we'll teach on the laws of sowing and reaping later on in this study. But the thing I want you to see is God will answer your prayer. He may use other people to do it, especially when it comes to finances. I mean, all the finances in the earth, in the earth are based basically on precious metal. And that God 
created that when he created the earth. So he's not going to rain $100 bills down from heaven. He's not going to create any more silver or any more gold. So therefore, your financial breakthrough is going to come from others that have some extra money and they are who are also sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And then they'll sow when and where God tells them to sow. That, that's what I'm talking about when I say if the Lord puts it on your heart to sow to that homeless person, do it. He's trying to talk to someone else to sow into your life. And you want, you definitely want them to listen to God to help you, don't you? Anyway, my point of discussion today is not about sowing and reaping. It's about praying always, praying consistently, using long prayers or short prayers. The inference in what I believe Jesus is trying to get us to understand is this. You will not twist God's arm into answering your prayers. It's not going to work. Your long prayers, what the what Bible calls vain repetitions, or in the case of our scripture verse today, babbling like pagans with many words, is not going to make God feel sorry for you or feel like he needs to just give you what you want because you keep bothering him about it. So he'll just give it to you so you'll leave him alone for a little while. Words do not move God, folks. At least not your words. Your words aren't going to move God. The Bible says faith moves God. Hallelujah. And when you stand on his word as the basis of your prayers, when you stand in faith on his words as the basis of your prayers, when you stand in faith and do not doubt the power of his words in your prayers, that is when you will receive your prayers answered. What do I mean by that? Well, let me use this as an example. Let's say you are standing in prayer for needing a job. A lot of people are praying for that right now because all the shutdowns, you know, due to the pandemic. So you need a job. Well, find scriptures related to having your needs met in the area of having a job, having your financial needs met, being able to take care of your family, doing a day's work for a day's pay, etc. Then as you are applying to various jobs and companies and not hearing back, and the devil plants the thought, ain't nobody want to hire you. You don't have the skill set these companies are looking for. You're useless to anyone. You're, you're, you're useless to your family right now. You can't even get a job. God's not answering your prayers, blah, 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 blah. Well, when you hear that in your mind, you need just to stand up and start praying. And you don't need to, you know, get down on your knees and wallow around and cry out to God. No, 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 no. You do not need to address that demon in the first person. You can uh, the first time. I remember I would recommend doing it the first time. Devil, in the name of Jesus, and then you let him have it. But, I mean, what I, I should say this, and, and we'll be teaching on this at some point in time, but the first time you can address that thought and the demon behind the thought using the name of Jesus and some scripture references. Remember I told you before, you need to have a basic load of some scriptures for your needs that you're talking about that you're standing on in faith. So when that demon pops his head up, you pull out your scripture reference and have him just blast him away in the name of Jesus. But then, after that first time, never address that demon again. What? Yeah, when it raises your voice at you and you say, you're not getting a job this time, just stop wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, just stop and speak to God in prayer. Say something to the effect of, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to take this moment and thank you and praise you for the job that you have given me already. 
I receive it in the name of Jesus because, uh, Lord, I'm going to work hard at this job because you've blessed me with it. And I just wanted you to know that I appreciate you hearing my prayer about this job, granting that prayer request for me, providing me with that job that you want me to have. This job is such a blessing to me and my family, and I'm going to be a blessing to my employer. I want to bless my company that I'm working with, Lord. They need me there. And I also want to thank you for shutting the mouth of that demon that was bothering me. The power of the name of Jesus is so awesome, and it works every single time. Your word works every single time. I'm standing on your word and faith, especially the scriptures of, and then you list two or three of your scriptures with the, that deal with your situation. And I just want to thank you again, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, how long did that take? A minute or so? I mean, you could do that 20 times a day, 50 times a day, 100 times a day if you need to. And it is not vain repetition to do so. If you do it when that ugly demon of doubt is trying to encroach on your mind. Now, folks, we're way over time. I pray that you've received the intent of today's teaching. You cannot bother God with your long prayers because time means, means nothing to God. But it does matter to you. You cannot berate God with lengthy prayers that you repeat the same words over and over and over and over and over and over again, hours on end, hoping to get God to finally relent and answer your prayers. What it does is wears you out more than it wears God out. Amen. So but at the same time, you cannot just say your little 30-second prayer in the morning and think it covers you all day long. What you need to do is keep your prayers short, but say them whenever your spirit man detects a need to do so. I'm reminded of a story about Smith Wigglesworth. I've studied this man of God immensely, and uh, he's a mighty man of God back in the 1920s era, right in that area. And someone once asked him, how long do you pray every day? Because they were thinking he must spend hours in prayer to do the mighty works that God was working through him. And he replied, oh, I never spend more than 10 or 15 minutes in prayer at one time. That person was shocked. Not more than 10 or 15 minutes, they asked. Smith replied, that's correct. But I never go more than 10 or 15 minutes without praying either. Amen. You get it? What was Smith Wigglesworth saying? That's what I've been trying to tell you as we conclude today's study. You do not need to spend hours in prayer at one time. But whenever you detect the need to pray, pray, praise God. But keep it short, to the point, and continually thank God in the past tense that it's already been answered. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Do not base your prayers on what you see. Base them on what is in God's word. Base them on thanksgiving that God has already set in motion everything you need, praise the Lord, in response to your prayer request. Amen. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you someone just grasped that point that you wanted me to share today. And I pray for this person right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, may your hand of blessing be upon them. May provision be in their life. And wherever that need is located at, we put ourselves in agreement and pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Be it healing, be it finances, be it a job, be it family member. Lord, we just pray for them in the name of Jesus that that need is met. That demon from hell is defeated by the power and the authority of the name of Jesus, who is the word of God, and God's word is true every single time. God's word works every single time, and we 
thank you for it in Jesus' name. Oh, I feel the, the Holy Spirit. I mean, somebody just got that. Somebody just got that. Praise the Lord. All right. Do me a favor. Can you leave a comment down below? I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a rating or review over on iTunes. All of this helps us to grow and to get the word out into all the earth. Amen. And be sure to visit our website at podcastersforchrist.com. And I have a free resource there, Podcasting for Christians. It's free and it will bless you immensely if you have or are thinking of starting a podcast all of your own. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob Till reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible where it says, always keep on praying. Be blessed in all that you do.